Welcome to episode 120 of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This week we are looking at Season 5, Episode 15, Travelers. The original air date was March 29, 1998. The IMDb user score has risen from 7.6 to 7.7 out of 10, and the action primarily takes place in Virginia. So while this was being filmed, they were also doing pickups, so reshoots of certain sequences from the upcoming movie. David Duchovny had recently gotten married to Taya Leone when this was filmed. They had a lot of logistics to do. So this episode has pretty limited use of Agent Mulder and no appearance of Agent Scully. This is only the fourth of five episodes which do not feature Scully in the entire series. And that was done, again, to keep them available for reshoots. So Gillian Anderson would be available for reshoots in the film the entire time. David Duchovny could film his scenes fairly quickly. And that's because this is set back in 1990. So it's after The Unusual Suspects that kicked off Season 5, but before the pilot episode of The X-Files. In this one, Agent Mulder has not really looked into The X-Files at all. He's got one, and he goes to a retired agent named Arthur Dales to find out information about what's going on and what's happening with this case, since it appears to be a serial killer and similar crimes to those in that file have been reported recently, namely where people are killed by having all their internal organs removed. So the idea here is that it's one of the first X-Files, and that Arthur Dales was actually working on it. Now, the older Arthur Dales is played by Darren McGavin. The most notable work as far as the X-Files is concerned in McGavin's rather extensive filmography is Kolchak the Night Stalker. In fact, his outfit as Kolchak is his IMDb photo credit, and it's also the outfit used by the Were-Monster in Mulder and Scully Meet the Were-Monster from the much more recent season 10. Kolchak unfortunately ran for one season, but it's clearly a heavy influence on the X-Files. Chris Carter has outright said that's what inspired him to create the X-Files more than any of its other influences in any other single source. And Kolchak's sense of humor is very much Mulder's sense of humor. There's a definite connection in there. Now, unfortunately, Darren McGavin is no longer with us. He passed away at age 83 back in 2006. For a lot of audiences who aren't familiar with Kolchak, he's actually better known as Old Man Parker, or the father in A Christmas Story. But he was also Billy Madison's relative, Brian Madison, in the film Billy Madison. He was Mike Hammer in the 1958 series, Mike Hammer. He was Captain Gray Holden in the Riverboat TV series. He's had some rather extensive credits. This is his first of two appearances as Arthur Dales on The X-Files. Now, the basic conceit of this case is that the so-called Red Scare or the communist witch hunt of the 50s and 60s wasn't actually meant to uncover any communists, and it was actually a cover-up to deal with an alien species that was being grafted inside some human specimens and with human physiology. So these spider-like creatures would crawl out of the mouths of the people they'd been implanted in and then crawl into someone else, suck out their organs, and then return to the original host. So the episode is called Travelers because the actual name that the communists used to communicate and recognize each other was to refer to themselves as fellow travelers back during the McCarthy era and this witch hunt. So there was the connection there. And in fact, there were a number of people in Hollywood who were blacklisted and couldn't get hired because they were just suspected of being communists, whether they actually were or not. Now, 
One of those who was suspected was a man named Howard Dimsdale, who was forced to write under a pseudonym, Arthur Dales. So that's where that character's name came from. So while that's interesting, and we find out other little things like the X-Files were considered X-Files because the unsolved cases that were being filed under you overflowed that drawer in the filing cabinet and started moving into X. So there's a few other tidbits like that that are nicely explained. We see a little more similarity between Mulder and the cigarette smoking man in terms of Mulder's hairstyle and wardrobe and the smoking habit that he has back here in 1990. One detail that had fans going nuts was that Agent Mulder's wearing a wedding ring. And the flashbacks on this one that, you know, watching them in sequence has come out of nowhere. There's no indication that Mulder was ever married. That was originally done as an homage or tribute to the fact that David Duchovny had just married Taya Leone, and they didn't have any in-story reason for it, they will actually graft one on, and rather effectively at that in a later season. We will get to that and discuss it in more detail when the time comes. In terms of the production crew, this episode is the third and final episode directed by William A. Graham. He previously directed both Space and EBE, so we talked about his filmography earlier. He passed away at age of 87 in 2013 and was working into his late 70s. His last directorial credit came in 2002. The episode was co-written by John Scheiben and Frank Spotnitz, both of whom we've heard from before and we'll hear from several more times down the road. Now, the older Arthur Dales may have been played by Darren McGavin, but there's also a younger Arthur Dales. He's played by Frederick Laney. This is his first appearance in the X-Files. He will appear again as a young Arthur Dales, surprisingly not in the same episode as when Darren McGavin returns as the older Arthur Dales. Lenny also appeared as INS Agent Janice in Men in Black. He was a security officer in Dark Knight Rises. He was the pilot in Con Air. He was also the wolf in Zero Dark Thirty. Now, this is Mitchell Kosterman's fourth and final appearance in the X-Files. He previously played Detective Horton in Genderbender and in Sleepless, also Detective Horton, but he played two other characters, Fournier in The List and the Sheriff in this one. Garrett Dillahunt played Edward Skur, who is the victim of having this alien grafted into him and essentially take him over. He's best known for his work in 12 Years a Slave, Deadwood, No Country for Old Men, and Raising Hope. While there are a number of other guest stars, the only other one I'm going to make a real note of is Dean Aylesworth. This is his third and final appearance as the young Bill Mulder. So overall, this is an entertaining episode. For me, it stands out primarily because Darren McGavin is now officially a member of the X-Files cast and crew, which I think is a fitting tribute to his work in Kolchak the Night Stalker that helped lead to the creation of this series. As far as the ongoing myth arc is concerned, it does give us a little more insight into how Mulder originally arrived at the X-Files. This particular aspect of the alien conspiracy Hasn't been seen before. We won't see this piece of it again. But we will see other cases involving aliens implanting themselves in humans and taking control of their bodies. But that is still a few seasons away. Aside from the hints into Mulder's past and the introduction of Arthur Dales, this is largely a standalone episode. But enjoyable nonetheless. Now, as far as the science is concerned, it is possible to have other organisms thrive within us. Nature is filled with symbiotic and parasitic relationships of that kind. It's not hard to find examples of that. What is much more difficult to find is something that exerts complete mind control and yet can leave the host body and return without relinquishing that control. There are very few things that actually have some degree of mind control 
and those that I've heard of don't leave the host once they're embedded, possibly because that control would then lapse. And good luck convincing that host to let you back in. In any event, that's all I've got to say about travelers. So join us again in two weeks' time when we discuss Mind's Eye. Thank you for listening.